The following is a presentation of Team Glory Sports. Seven five Glory FM WGTJ Radio presents Tuesday Night High School Basketball. Welcome to the countdown to tip-off of tonight's game. Let's go courtside for the preview of tonight's game on 97.5 Glory FM. And hi everyone, we are courtside live from the Silver Dome in Oakwood at West Hall High School as it is the West Hall Spartans playing their final home game of the season as they take home the Gimmer Bobcats out of LJ and Region 7 AAA doubleheader along with Joe Gailey. Our producer, Nathan Laddie, back in our studios in Gainesville. I'm Mike Marford with you here live from Oakwood with Joe as we bring you this Region 7 AAA doubleheader. In the girls' ball game, you've got a team from West Hall which is looking for a miracle. The team has won just one ball game this season. It's a learning experience for them. Then the nightcap of the doubleheader, looking to see if Chuck Graham's team could upset Gilmer because Gilmer is number one in the region playing their final game of the season getting ready for the postseason and West Hall is a number seven seed right now going into postseason play next week in the region tournament and think about it, Joe is that the number one team in region seven triple a automatically goes to the state playoffs I really like that that gives some credence into really what's going on during the regular season exactly right they get, get a little value for their buck if you will for the regular season and how well you play a lot of times that's diminished when you get into region play or the postseason play you may really play well during the season and you have one bad game and uh-oh, now we're not going. And you and I both seen that happen to teams over the years. Yeah, but in this first game, you've got Gilmer County. They're 7-15, and 2-9 in the sub, one in, and then West Hall's 1-19, 0-10 in the sub. And Gilmer County, as you mentioned, this is their last game of the regular season. They'll wait until next week till the region tournament and uh, go from there. But all the teams will get to play in the region starting next week. And it's, uh, you know, I know West Hall, They've struggled scoring points this year. They've only got one senior on the te- team, Indiaville. The rest of them are juniors and sophomores. And Coach Selman, first-year coach here at, uh, at West Hall, would love to get uh, get some scoring going on tonight, if nothing else. Yeah, but he's his second season here. Second season, okay. Yeah, sure mm-hmm. He took over for uh, Shawana Harrison, who took over for Brian Richardson. Richardson had the success here. Remember, he had Anna McKendry, who played here and was the all-time leading scorer in West Hall girls basketball history. Well, to finish her college basketball career at Indiana State, which is, of course, known for Larry Bird. And uh, up that, mm-hmm. but, but since mm-hmm. that time, it has been a struggle for the Lady Spartans here at West Hall here. And it's just like a, a work in progress trying to keep girls interested in learning how to play basketball. We're talking about basketball IQ a lot of times, so these girls are really learning every time they go on the court. Exactly. They're learning, learning a lot of new things, and I'm sure um, – Coach Selman's teaching them a lot of things, and they're learning and trying to wrap it in. And I'm sure some of these girls probably haven't played either since they were real young and may not have ever played before because we got uh, one, three, five sophomores on the team and a freshman this year. So uh, he's playing some young folks. The big thing about this program, and I live in this area, is that building a foundation, Mm -hmm. building a feeder program that goes down to the little kids and getting them to be Spartans in their heart and say, I want to play a sport, whether it be basketball, football, baseball, that kind of thing, and really have that instilled in them. And by the time they get here to the high school, they're athletes then, you know? Right. Well, and they have a junior Spartan in football that plays in, in, the, uh, in the youth league, 
in the area. But then basketball and baseball have to play through Park and Rec, uh, which is not a bad thing. But uh, they don't have a, a travel team, which I know you and I have talked about at mm-hmm. length uh, over time, good and bad of that. But not having that that part of the feeder system feeding into your uh, sub to your sub varsity and varsity level ball sometimes can hurt you because you don't have kids that have played a lot of basketball, and sometimes that can hurt you. Well, you got Coach Jacob Selman again in his second year. It is a definitely he's a teacher with this basketball yep. program right now. On the other side, I'm looking really forward to talking with Chuck Graham. The boys basketball coach at West Hall, who is in his first year here mm-hmm. after coaching for the past what, six seasons at Gainesville and had so much success over there at mm-hmm. Gainesville before coming here to West Hall. And this team for West Hall is very competitive. And I'm really curious to see what they can do against the number one seed here in the region in the boys' ball game. Well, they, they went up to uh, Gilmer earlier this year, only lost by 10, 80 to 70. Uh, they've got the big kid, and they've got two guys supporting him. McVay, the 7 1 kid. And they've got a 6'5 and a 6'6 kid that join him. And uh, that can always be a menace. But if, if West Hall played him to 10 up there, I look for it to be a really good game here on their home court. They want to defend the home court for sure. You know, now, Coach Graham, he's got a 6'6 kid that moved in this year. And I look for them to play very well tonight. If they shoot the ball decent, it might be a good ball game. Yeah, when you hear there's two things you can't coach. You can't coach size. You can't coach through speed. Mm-hmm. And you got a guy who's 7'1". And he's been that way since he's, what, about 14 years old. He hasn't really grown that much. Yep. He topped out early. Yep. And it's like, okay, but how do you defend him is the big thing. And, what you know, what kind of basketball player really is he? How does he develop? You saw him play in his freshman year, but how has that kid developed? Well, and two years ago uh, at North Hall, they came into North Hall and played. And North Hall basically had a very up-tempo in the first quarter and wore them down. And you could tell the McVeigh kid was very winded early on, and that hurt them a lot. He got in some foul trouble there. Second, third quarter didn't help him much any. But North Hall really ramped it up and was gone, go, 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 go after every missed shot. And they scored a lot that night too, so that helped them out. But uh, it's going to be interesting. With two more years of development under his belt now, I look for him to be a a lot more in condition, obviously, but I also look for him to be better on the post. And uh, depending on um, what what Coach Jody Heiss – has taught them here, um, you know, these guys, I, I would I would think, now, you and I are still old school as far as how we like to do things, and what I'm thinking, okay, put him on the low block oh, yeah. and, and let him get him the ball and let him go to work. That's Use the way I'm height. looking at it. Exactly. Yeah. Use the height, either have a baby hook, you know, something like Kareem used to have, or, yep. or go power like Shaquille, one of the two, you know. That, that's what you want to do, I would think, in there, and just challenge the West Hall defense on the boys' side of the game tonight because you think he'd be stronger if nothing else exactly he should be well and I'm, I'm sure the coach Ice has had him in the weight room he's he's had a lot of experience been at uh, Gilmer for what six seven years now yeah, been a while. and so uh, I'm sure they've been in the weight room during the offseason and uh, getting some more strength in the bodies all right coming up next on 97.5 glory fm we count down a tip off it is Gilmer and West Hall on 97.5 glory fm Murphy's Law says, if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says, don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. 
Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. And we're back here at Westall High School at the Silverdome. It's the second oldest building in the Hall County School District as Westall's been around for 36-plus years, Joe, and we've seen some great boys basketball in the past here. Yes, sir. That was Coach Gray walking by. Hey, Coach. Mm-hmm. Good to see you, sir. And we, I'm looking forward to talking. He, he said, you've been broadcasting basketball since 1970. We've got to talk hoops. <laughs> talk, so I was thinking about the great players who have been here at Westall, and without a doubt, on the boys' side, it was Michael Causey, yep. who was the best basketball player at this school ever. And, of course, I mentioned Ann McKendry on the girls' side. So we have seen some outstanding basketball in this old building. We've had, we've had some really good coaches over the years, Mike. And, you know, called Steve Sweat. Um, Jarrett was here on the women's side. Sure was. Um, the first year Steve Sweat coached here, uh-huh. he took the Lady Spartans to the state championship uh-huh. game down in Macon. Yep. We're our first year mm-hmm. uh, here at 97.5 Glory FM. They've uh, they've had some good tradition over the years. I think you were telling me this is the second oldest gym in the county. Yeah, think about uh, the boys. There's one boys coach you may remember. In fact, two of them, uh, Steve Pettit, yep. whose, whose son's now on the Gainesville Board of Education. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was coach here for several years. Of course, the the legend was Warren Sellers, who was here forever. Uh-huh. And, mm-hmm. Uh huh. And just got Bobby Pless just retired and yep. is now helping out with the girls program over at Johnson. And this is the first year. And I really, I mean, I've never had had the opportunity to meet Chuck Graham in person, but we f- followed him. Throughout the years, he was at Gainesville High, and I respect the man to death what he has done there as a basketball coach here locally. Now, I, and, and he's he's do, he's teaching the game. I got to watch him the one game at Lanierland this year, um, as well as Coach Selman, and they're teaching the girls. Uh, if they take somebody out, they stop. They don't. Their, their assistant takes care of the game, and they're teaching, or they're live vice versa, and they're teaching those girls that come out. This is what you should do, and that's a key part of the game. Uh, because you learn a lot more, as we often say, in the game, in the game situations, than you do in practice situations. So if you can teach them during that game, which is very, very uh, important, then I think that the, the, it'll grow and do better. You know, we talked about the numbers. we got one senior on the girls' team 
and on uh, Coach Graham's team, there's only two seniors. So they're very young. Both teams are. And uh, give them some more spring and summers to work with, and, and they're going to grow. And hopefully they'll have some kids that will get, get better on the younger group, you know, eighth grade, seventh grade, and start moving up and building the program up. Well, I think more than anything what will help, and this will be a political segment right here, is that this part of the county has to be redistricted. Yeah. Because yep. you've got Flyer Branch, which is a Clinte school, and you got Cherokee Bluff is bigger than this school here. Yep. There's a lot of older people like myself living in this community, mm-hmm. and you can redraw the lines, and you can have a lot more kids over here in right. West Hall. Well, and, and the way it splits, and I'm not sure about all of it, but I know some of, some of the splits, it seems like that you ought to go further one way or the other to pick up some more bodies. The, uh, the biggest thing is easy. <laughs> you take Brownsbridge Road, take it out of Chesapeake, and put it into West Hall. Yeah, because if, you, if you're not careful, they, I mean, just because Brownsbridge is right here, the, the Chesapeake is going to be overgrown here pretty soon if they're not careful with all the growth up in the, in the northern part of the county. Yep, no doubt about that. Well, this one right here. This will be the final time these two teams play for a while in the mm-hmm. region because they're going to be split next year with yep. the GHSA putting West Hall in one region and Gilmer in the other region. And so it would be interesting to, to see. I've seen Gilmer Bobcat basketball, as you have, for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's different way the styles have been played. I think the, the style has changed since 575 came into that area, you know, and you've seen a lot more kids move again. To yeah. the LJ area, mm-hmm. used to be an old-fashioned style of basketball with their boys and their girls both back in the day. But now it's an upbeat style of basketball. Mm-hmm. Well, I think a lot of that has to do with the coaches moving in from where they have been. So that's for sure. Yep. And uh, as they get ready to do the the introductions and national anthem here. Yep, we're about to take a two-minute break. Back with more of the kickoff here on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Broadcasting the excitement of local high school basketball, 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ presents Tuesday Night Basketball. Tonight's game is brought to you by Conditioned Air Systems, NGPG Ortho and Sports Medicine, Riverside Pharmacy, and by Siphon Logistics. It's time for the tip-off of Tuesday Night Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM WGTJ. And we're back here at Westall getting ready for the starting lineups. Here's Joe Gailey. All right, Gilbert County, all in their purple, trimmed in white and black. And Westall will be all in white, trimmed in their navy blue. Gilbert County, 7-15, 2-9 in the sub. Danny Wright is the head coach. There'll be a starting a junior, number four, Eliza Chastain. A sophomore, number 14, Bree Burnett. A sophomore, number 20, Chelsea Briggs. A senior, number 33, Sophia Riblet. 
and a senior, number 34, Lucy Ray. Well, that's tall lady Spartans, Jacob Selman, in his second year, as Mike corrected me a few minutes ago. They're 1 in 19, 0 in 10. They're all in white with their navy and gray trim. They'll start a sophomore, number 11, Summer Orlick. A sophomore, number 12, Yatsar Matos. A junior, number 14, Kayla Raddick. A junior, number 15, Kiana Rich. And a senior, number 22, India Bill. Those are the starters for tonight's game. You hear the pet band over in the back over there. And we're in a tight walkway here as folks come back behind us there, Mike. But uh, we're down here on one end, which makes it good because not a lot of folks will be traveling by us. The officials are signed by the Georgia Mountain Officials Association are here tonight. And they're about through finishing that. Gilmer Candy will be going from right to left as you look at your radio dial and West Hall left to right here in the first half. We're talking about a, a, a few things there, Mike, and I asked Coach Wright before the game. Um, I went down to get starters, make sure I had name pronunciations right, and I said, so tell me about the pace of life between Archer and here. And she said, oh, we love it. We're, lit, we're out in the country. The kids have four-wheelers, and we just enjoy it. He said, she said that the, the, the going to games is great because everything is nice and slow, easy traffic. It's nothing like Archer. They're loving it, which is good. Good oh, for them. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But they struggled last year. There's, they've only won seven this year, but she said you can see the improvement in the kids, and that's what you want from year to year, just see the improvement. For West Hall, number 12, Yachter Matos will jump against number 20, Chelsea Briggs for Gilmer County. Gilmer gets the tip. The tip back over to Bree Burnett. Burnett will bring it up. 1-2-2 two, two zone for the Lady Spartans. Chastain with the basketball at the top of the key for Gilmer. Gives it on the far side to Burnett. Go downstairs, and that was uh, Briggs that missed the shot. West Hall gets the rebound. That's number 11, Orlick. Orlick gives it in the corner to Rich, and Rich travel with the basketball. And that's one of those little things that as they learn the game, you catch it, you want to take off with it, and you can't do that. you got to dribble the basketball, especially when you got pressure on you. you got to put a foot down and stop. First turn of the game, Gilmer will go the other direction. 33, Sophia Riblet brings it up against the zone defense of West Hall. Give it up to the corner, Chastain. She goes over to this side to number 14, Burnett, who shoots a three and makes it. Three-nothing Lady Bobcats early on. And you want them to beat you for three-point land, but also you can't give them open shots. Right. Orlick brings it up on the right side, goes in the corner over here, and then get a shot there from 22, Veal. No good over the backboard or over the rim. Going down the other way. Shot by Riblet on the other end, layup, no good. Rebounded in there, struggle for it. Rebounded by Briggs. She goes up for the shot, and it's knocked out of bounds. She missed it. It's out of bounds. Off Gilmer will be West Hall's basketball. Good now they're job gonna, there. They're going to pick up full court now. They're going to backcourt. That's Rich with it. She gives it over to Orlick. Orlick has the basketball. That was Yamatos to Orlick. Now Matos has it back on the floor. It's going to be a hell ball, and it will be. West Hall's basketball underneath. Well, West Hall range, basketball. Joe, is that when you have trouble moving the basketball, they're going to pressure you as much as uh, possible. Exactly. West Hall throws it in. Good pass in on the far side. That's going to be Matos with it. Orlick over here to Rich. Three-pointer by Orlick just off the rim in the backboard. No good. Rebounded by number 20, Briggs. She runs it up to the court in a hurry. Passes to Burnett. Burnett's shot. No good. Rebounded by Burnett. Burnett's left-handed layup. Good. 
five nothing lead now for Gilmer County. That's nothing you cannot let a team do is get, get credit to basketball scores against you. Exactly. One, two, two press for Gilmer as they come up. They knock it out of bounds as they try to go on the, on the sideline over there for West Hall. 28 on the shot clock, plenty of time. <coughs> Excuse me. Raddick throws it in to Orlick. Orlick gets it back from Raddick. Comes over to this side to Rich. Rich in this corner to Matos. Matos thought about going baseline. Now she's trapped in the corner. Gets it over there and got a foul. And got bailed out on that one. It's number 14. Bray Burnett pushes Orlick as she tries to go over and catch the ball, receive the basketball down in the corner. So 25 seconds on the shot clock. And Raddick will throw it in for the Lady Spartans. Raddick looking, looking, looking. She gets it in, knocked out of bounds. Good pressure defense by lady by the Lady Bobcats right there. Number four, Chastain knocked it out of bounds. Raddick gets it in to Matos. That's Raddick to Matos. <coughs> Matos between the circles out. Must have it midcourt. Brings it down the right side, right in front of Coach Wright. Gives it over to Orlick, who shoots a three. Oh, off the rim, no good. Pretty close. That was almost in and out right there. Rebounded by Riblet. She'll bring it up the right side in a hurry. Gives it over to Burnett. Way back outside to Chastain, who shoots a three. No good. Tipped around. Rebounded by West Hall. Knocked out of her hand, but they keep control of it. Veal gets it. Gets it over to Matos. Matos will bring it up. Takes her time, 5-21 in the quarter, 5-0. Lady Bobcats with the lead. Picked up, her, picked up her dribble, gets it way outside there to Raddick. Raddick over here to Orlick in the corner to Matos. They go to Veal. Veal has it stolen by Briggs. Briggs on the far side gives it over to Chastain, or excuse me, Riblet. Riblet back outside to Ray. Ray shoots a three and knocks it down. 8-0 lead now, 4-54 in the quarter. Not playing bad defense. They're just not getting out there to that three-point shooter, Mike, on those two three-pointers. They've been basically wide open. Morlick with the basketball. No, that's Matos. Matos brings it up. The long ponytails shades a number there. Over to Rich. Back to Orlick. Now give and go. Orlick tries to go underneath and just missed it. Hit the underneath the rim. Guys pass from Matos over there. <laughs> As they go to the other end, Chastain goes up. Tries to get a shot off, partially blocked by Veal. They'll come the other way. Raddick has it. Gives it over to the corner to Rich. Rich in the far side. Gives it over to Veal. Veal. Top of the key to Matos. Matos comes around the right side, and there'll be a foul on 14. That's two on Bree Burnett now. Now you notice what Coach Seven wants to see. Go ahead and be patient with the basketball on the offensive mm-hmm. end and make them foul if you can't get a good shot. And we've got... Uh, New numbers in. Let's see. Chastain will stay in. But you'll have Becerra in. Now you got a three-point attempt by Matos. Was no good. Rebound is going to be out of bounds off of Gilmer County. You'll have Grace Bramlett in the game. You'll have uh, missing Carly Becerra in the game for Gilmer. Nice pass in. Down too far out to try and get the layup real quick. That was to Matos, to Orlick. Outside there to Rich. Orlick on the far side, right wing. Back up to Matos. Matos gets it over to Orlick with three. Orlick's got to shoot it in a hurry. Gets knocked away right there, and it's going to be out of bounds. Be the shot clock. It'll be Gilmer County's basketball. 
Madison Bradshaw in for Gilmer County. Um, and number 25, Jaylee McDaniel in the game. Gilmer County with the basketball. Chastain back out front, gives it back to McDaniel. She drives down, shoots from about four feet. No good rebound by West Hall. West Hall will bring it up. That's Matos. Matos gives it over on the far side, and a three-point attempt by Raddick was no good off the rim. Fought for here in the corner, and it's going to be a hell ball between Gilmer and West Hall. It'll be Gilmer's basketball with 3-11 here in the quarter, and we've got a sub coming in for West Hall. Number two, Allie Valeta coming in the game. She'll come in and replace Orlick, I believe, who she came in for. They'll bring it up. Chastain for Gilmer. Goes over to the right side. Now the West Hall's kind of collapsing there on the basketball. They're doing a nice job in that zone. The point person comes out and picks up man-to-man almost every time. Lacero with the basketball. She dribbles into the middle in some trouble. Goes over the far side. Bramley's going to shoot a three in and out. No good. Rebound is going to be off of number 24, who's checked in. Heidi Zaniga for West Hall. She's checked in. The, ba- the basketball went off of Heidi out of bounds. Number 12, Bradshaw will throw it in for West Hall. Deep throw in to Bramlett. Bramlett down the right side of the lane. Pass over on the far side to Becerra. Becerra out front gives it back over to Chastain. Chastain between the circle with 15 on the shot clock. Back over in the corner to McDaniel. They throw it out on this side and it goes off of West Hall with nine seconds on the shot clock. Trying to go inside and it bounced between the Gilmer player and the West Hall player off of the West Hall player out of bounds. Do I like West Hall's defense so far? They have yet to commit a foul here in the first quarter. Bradshaw to throw it in, throws it over on the far side to Bramlett. Bramlett gets it over there to Chastain. Over here to this side to Bradshaw. Shot of three, no good. Rebounding on the long rebound out to Matos. Matos trying to go coast to coast. He gets knocked out from behind by Gilmer County. Matos trying to Create something there. Might go coast to coast and get the layup. Good on the board here. 2-18 in the quarter. 8-0 is your score. Gilmer with the lead. Good to see their hustle. Yes, they are. Both teams. Nice. Oh, she almost read it. She got in there as Clay uh, Carly, Carly Becerra with the interception on the inbounds pass. They get it over here to Chastain. Who shoots a three? Chastain. Long rebound. Is this no good? Going to be to... Zaniga. Zaniga gets it back over to Matos. Matos will bring it up. Yatsar brings it up, barely beat the 10-second thing, but she got across there. Trying to go down on the post right player right there to get it down to Zaniga. Zaniga has it very in the corner, right in the corner. Gets back out to Matos. Matos tries to do a spin dribble right there against the defensive pressure by Becerra. She spun and lost control of the basketball and rolled right into the players of the Gilmer County bench. Um, Marley Boatwright will come in. For Bradshaw now for Gilmer County, 142 and a quarter. They bring it up. Becerra gives it over to the boat right back to Becerra and over to Chastain back to Becerra. Becerra, top of the key with 22. Over here to boat right, boat right to Chastain. Chastain's long three pointers, no good. Rebounded out front. Nice board by Summer Orlick. Orlick, they get, they get the rebounds, that's for sure. Montos brings it up. She loses control. Montos gets it back. Gets it over here to Orlick. Orlick back to Matos. Matos over here on the right wing. Dribbles against Becerra. Over here on this side, Orlick. Orlick 
Back over to Rich. Rich dribbles to the far side. Gives it over to Matos. Matos over here to Valeda. Valeda back to Matos. Eight on the shot clock. They try to go baseline, and they're going to be a foul. That was Rich going against number 10, which is Marley Boatwright. And Boatwright picks up the foul. That's a third foul, team foul, on Gilmer County. 33, Sophia Riblet will come back, and we've got a timeout called by Coach Selman. Coach Selman, it will be a 30-second timeout. Yep. You can hear the play by the PA dancer here, Ed Westall, longtime friend Ryan Phillips. They, uh, yeah, I thought I saw Ryan down there, him and his shiny head. But that, you know, Westall is playing really good defense, I think, Mike. You know, the, the two three-pointers that Gilmer scored, they left that shooter wide open and a good, good uh, uh, skip pass to that wide-open shooter to get him. But now they've shot three or four more three-pointers, and they've missed them. And the, and the defensive rebounding for Westall has been very good so far. They're really preventing Gilmer from getting second shots. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mentioned before, they've yet to come in a foul here in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly right. All right, 54 seconds left here in the first quarter, 25 on the shot clock. That'll be West Hall's basketball. They'll have Kayla Raddick take it out of bounds. Kayla will get it in way outside the Matos. Matos tries to drive in. She'll pull it back out. Good double team over here on this side. Becerra winds up taking it away. It's going to be a foul on number two, Valeda, as Raddick took it away. And as she spun away, Raddick was kind of holding, or Valeda was kind of holding on to her and committed a foul. Becerra's quick out there for Gilman County, 46 and 33. 32-31 on the shot clock. Riblet has it. Looking to pass to somebody. Gives it over on the far side to Becerra. Becerra back to Riblet. Riblet, left-handed dribble. Goes in the far corner to Ray. Back over to Becerra for a three. No good off the rim. Look at that. They get a re- offensive rebound. That was Ramlet at that time. She put it up no good, but it knocked back out to Gilmer. Gilmer got a fresh shot clock, if you will. They'll bring it inside. Nice move by Lucy Ray. She missed the layup. She got the open layup and missed it. Still eight to nothing. They come in a hurry up to the other side. Raddick for West Hall. Goes to Valeda to Raddick. She off the front of the rim, barely missed the three-point try right there, Mike. Yeah, once that first one falls, who knows what might happen after that. You never know, exactly. They've had a couple that's been close. 3.6. Gilmer County will try to get it in and hurry, and they do. Three, two, there's Ray shooting a long three off the backboard. No good. 8 nothing. your score after one here from West Hall. And we're back in the second quarter live from Oakwood here on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org. Org slash black and blue. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. And time to start the second quarter here from Oakwood. West Hall gets the inbounds pass. 
Try to go on a give and go right there in the middle. They get it over to Raddick from Zuniga and bring it back outside to Matos. Matos trapped on the far side, and that's a five-second count. Nobody could get open. Really good man defense by Gilman County right there, Michael. And there's that five-second call we talked about when, when you call it when you don't call it. Yep. And you're not, if you're not, if, you, if you're dribbling the basketball, it, they're not counting it. But if you're holding it, they're, count, they're counting it. They go in the corner to Ray. Ray back out to Chastain to Ray. Ray over to this side gives it off to Burnett. Burnett looking. She'll dribble off the right side. Now they've gone to a 2-1-2 zone. They get it inside to Briggs. Briggs is up for a shot. Got her own rebound. She missed two of them and then knocks it out of bounds. Wow, that's tough on them right there. Now they're going to play a, as Coach Wright gives them, playing a diamond. It's kind of a 1-2-1-1 zone press right there, looking to get some easy, quick baskets here. They'll go back over to see what they can do. Almost knocked away, and it is stolen on the far end down there by Chastain and going to be a jump ball, and it'll be West uh, Gilbert County basketball out of bounds underneath their own basket. They'll come back, uh, Summer Orlick for West Hall will come right back in for Yatsur Matos. Chastain will throw it in, gets it over to Becerra. Back to Chastain for three, no good. Rebound in there by Briggs. Briggs went up for two, no good. She goes up for two again, no good. That was a rebound on the far side, no good. Finally, it's going to be a hell ball between Chastain and Ali Valeta, and it will be West Hall's basketball. If they cause a hell ball every time and they keep missing those shots, that'll be a good thing for West Hall. They just keep going for getting underneath. Yep. Let them shoot the ball outside, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, bad pass through it right through. That was uh, Rich through the pass right through the fingertips of Orlick. And it'll be West Gilmer uh, basketball down on their end of the court. 6.54 and a quarter. Still 8 to nothing. Quarter here from the West Hall High School. They go down to Briggs. Briggs kicks it over to the other side to Riblet. Riblet kicks it over to Chastain for three, and she knocks it down. Three threes on the night, 11 nothing. you score. And that's the difference in the ball game right mm-hmm. there. Yes, it is. Long pass. They got it almost up. They'll pass it and get it up to, no, they tipped it right there in front. That was a bad pass by Orlick. Then they in and give it over to 14, Burnett, who goes in and gets the layup to 13 to nothing. Got it. In, it was in the front court. That's where they got the steal from. Raddick with the basketball. Gives it over to Orlick. Orlick in the deep in the corner against the Gilmer defense. Gilmer. Kind of lays off of there for a second. Gives it over here to Valeta. And try to go back up front to Orlick. Orlick loses control. Gets it over here to to Rich. Rich back over here to Valeta. And there's the first two points. A layup. That's a sales too. Yeah. Kiana Rich gets the first bucket of the night. 5.50 here in the second quarter. They go over to number 34. Lucy Ray for a three. Backboard no good. Rebounded outside. Going to be shot by 24-14 Burnett for a three. 15-16 to two now. You just score 5-30 here in the second quarter. Little long pass up again, tipped away over on the far side by Gilmer. They intercept it. Burnett gets it in the front court, gets it over to Briggs for the left-handed layup, 18-2. West Hall tries to pass it up, does right on the corner. There you go. She's dribbling across now. That's number 11, Orlick. Orlick's going to take it. A little runner in the middle. No good. Almost went in. That was Zuniga. Had a shot on the inside there, and it got tipped away from behind. They go the other way in a hurry, and that's number 33, Riblet with a layup. 
20 to two now. Again, you got, you got four threes, you got four mm -hmm. layups. West Hall with the basketball, and we've got a uh, so girl for Gilmer County got hit in the eye or on in the nose one. The referee saw it, so they're going to check, make sure there's no blood. And going down to see the West Hall trainer and taking a brief timeout to make sure everybody's situated. And say him to tell them to play ball because it's not a timeout. We're playing ball, ladies. So West Hall, they're fixing to play, and they got the sub in for Gilmer. And Gilmer's Becerra back in the game for Gilmer County. Yamatos gives it over to Zanega. Zanega goes down the floor, and they're going to cut off travel. Doggone it. Wiped off her second basket. She got it down to the post, and she traveled with the basketball before she shot it. Doggone it. 20-2, 4.42 in the quarter. It's one of those things that you'll learn as you go for sure. 33, Sophia Riblet brings it up for Gilmer County. Brings it over to the left side, and it's knocked out of bounds by number 14, Kayla Raddick. For... <clears throat> West Hall. They throw it in. Burnett for Gilmer has the basketball. She goes to the right side on the wing to the top to Becerra. Becerra, little floater in the middle, missed it. Rebound over here by number 12, Bradshaw. They try to go inside. Bradshaw gets it back from Raddick. They go up, no good. She gets a shot, goes back up, no good. Rebounded by Kiana Rich. Rich gives it over to Matos. Matos brings it up and slows it down the front court. Tries to go around some people, does. They give it in the corner to Orlick for shoot for a three. No good. Rebounding in the corner. Going to be off of West Hall as Riblet dribbled it off the foot of Heidi Zaniga. And so you can see how close West Hall is mm -hmm. really to competing with Gilmer right now. You yep, know it? Exactly. Marley Boatwright now in the game for Gilmer. <laughs> they bring it up the court. This is Gilmer County. That's going to be Becerra. She gives it in the corner to Bradshaw, kicks it back up to the top to Boatwright, Boatwright in the corner to Burnett, Burnett back to Boatwright, Boatwright brings it over to the left side, goes back to the other side to Becerra, Becerra top of the key, kicks it over here, Boatwright for three, Boatwright knocked down a three, 23 to two, is that, that is, five threes? Yep, five threes. Mm -hmm. That's 15 to the 23 or it'd be eight to two right now. Wow. West Hall trying to get up, stolen out there by Boatwright. She's going to take it up, kick it in the corner to Becerra. Becerra fakes, goes baseline, and it's going to be a blocking foul on Summer Orlick for West Hall as Becerra just took it in there, and Boatwright got there a little late. Taylor Raddick will come back in now. She'll come in for Kiana Rich. That might be the first foul of the night on West Hall. Second one. Second one. And won the first quarter. Okay. Everybody that middle number two. Bradshaw with a long three. Knocks it down. 26 to two now. Wow. That's six three-pointers. That's the difference in the ballgame. Sure it is. And West Hall has that pressure defense. The 1-2-1-1 one, one, one pressure defense for Gilmer's working. That time they get the little three-footer from Burnett who knocked it down 28 to two. West Hall's going to have to dribble it up to get it over to Orlick, Orlick trying to go to the basket. She pulls it back. Going to shoot a short jumper. No good. Rebound. And a foul is going to be on Zaniga as Bramlett came down with it. And when she came down, she brought it down. But Zaniga wrapped, right. wrapped her arm down. There. Are you, I mean, I think you are. It's okay. You're up this kind of score here in the first half. It's your last game of the regular season. Go ahead and play a half-court game with nothing else. You know, and yep. there's no need full-court press these girls well, right that, now. Well, that's, you know, I, that's, that's my philosophy. We've seen it a little different this year when we've been watching, though, which is a little odd for me. But that's, you know, you and I 
we're still old school on philosophy right there. I might come back and bite you sometime later on down the road. That shot by number two, Grace Bramlett from the wing, or from the baseline, was good. 30 to two now. And that's the first shot I think they hit all night. <coughs> Mid-range shot, yes. They go down and try to get it into number 10, or excuse me, number, yeah, Peyton Fox for West Hall, but it's knocked away. Then West Hall knocks it away on the other end, but tipped off of a Gilmer County hand. Raddick to Orlick to Raddick. Back to Orlick. Orlick back to Raddick. Raddick bounces it down there to Fox. Fox gets it back out there to Matos. Matos rolls it around. She's on the right wing. Becerra is going to take it away from her, and the hell ball is going to make it go to Gilmer County. But I tell you, the one big thing I've noticed here in the first half of West Hall, it just shows you how important a ball handler is for anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're a youngster out there and you can learn how to dribble, Yep. And how to pass, you, you, you can be a leader on a team. All right, you've got uh, Chastain back in the game. Um, Jalen McDaniel back in the game. Chelsea Briggs back in the game. Lacey, Lucy Ray back in the game. And Sophia Riblet, four of the five starters back in the game with 156 here in the second quarter. 28-point lead. He was over here on this side, Chastain, back to Ray, to Chastain. Chastain pulls up on the side, baseline, excuse me, trying to get it away from Briggs. And Briggs is going to throw it right in the middle to McDaniel. She shot it up, and nobody there to rebound, so it goes out of bounds, and it will be West Hall's basketball. Valeda will come in for Matos for West Hall. Raddick throws it in. They come over here, it's stolen away by McDaniel for Gilmer. They go inside to number 20. That's Briggs. She went up for the shot. It's no good. But now we've got a foul on number 20, Briggs, as number 11, Summer Orlick for West Hall, came down with a good rebound, and she got fouled by Briggs. 126 in the quarter. West Hall trying to beat the press right here. Bill threw a bad pass, right intercepted right there by Chastain. She goes in for the easy two, 32 to 2, 116 in the quarter. They go in a hurry, trying to get it up. It's going to be off the fingertips of Valeda right in front of the score bench, and it'll be Gilmer County's basketball, that pressure defense. And they're rushing right now too, Joe. Yep, yep, they're trying to rush. They'll learn. They've got to be able to, you know, throw somebody in the middle, somebody flashing there, get them, then let them square up, hit, hit somebody else on a bounce pass or whatever. Give it over to Riblet, has it for Gilmer. This side to Chastain, back to Riblet, top of the key for Gilmer. Riblet. Picks up her dribble, holding, holding, throws it over this side to Chastain. Chastain goes baseline. A little underhanded layup, no good. Rebounded by Briggs. Briggs kicks it back outside to, to Ray. Ray kicks it over to, to Chastain for three. No good. Rebound. Look at the hustle right there by Orlick. She goes in to force the hell ball. It'll be West Hall's basketball with 45.8 on the clock. Get one more chance here in the first half. Getting a couple more subs in. Yeltsin Matos, the starter, coming back in. Kiana Rich coming back in. They'll come in for Fox and for India Veal. First time India's been out on that, I think, for Lady Spartans. Yeah, I think so. Matos over to Rich. The good high pass over to Orlick, and then get it down in the front court. Good job. Raddick has it. Raddick kicks it over there to Rich. Rich has it. Goes back to Raddick. Raddick. Running the weave, shot 17 feeter, no good off the rim. 
Rebound here in the corner by Rich. Rich trying to go baseline, and she's going to be out of bounds, and she stepped on the baseline trying to get around her. 22.6 here left in the half. Gilmore County will probably play for one last shot. 33. Riblet brings it up for Gilmer County. Riblet goes over to this side. It's to Ray. Ray goes inside to Briggs. Briggs is up for a shot. No good. Rebounded. That's going to be by Orlick. Orlick is going to lose control. And Riblet gets it. Riblet with one. Gets it over in the corner to four. That was Chastain for a three. No good. 32 to two at the half. That's your halftime score. Coming up next on 97.5 Gloria FM. I'll talk with Chuck Graham, the head boys basketball coach at West Hall. Here on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 830 and 1130 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. It's halftime. It's time for a look back at the first half and what's ahead for the second half. Now back courtside with Mike Wofford. And we're back here at the Silverdome in Oakwood at West Hall High School. Halftime, it is Gilmer on top of West Hall 32-2. And we're talking about a learning experience for Coach Selman's ladies here from West Hall. I really like what we can see here in the future for us. I'm really looking forward to here talking with the head boys basketball coach at West Hall, Coach Chuck Graham. And this is the first time he and I have had the opportunity to sit down and talk. And it's like I've seen him coach for years and years and years, seeing his teams play and covering the station here at 97.5 Glory FM. Now we get a chance to talk. And you and I can talk all day, I'm going to tell you right now, just about what's going on here. Tell me yeah. about this first year at West Hall. How successful has it been? I mean, I, you know what? First of all, I, I had to start by saying I, I love the community. And when I, when I first took the job, you know, I've heard about how, how special this place was, but just learning to embrace, you know, like everything that comes along with being a West Hall Spartan. So I, I have thoroughly enjoyed this first year. Um, 
the fans are super excited. Um, and we just have to build on that excitement, you know, and the, the kids were great. Um, I can't argue with the effort and the, the, the work that they've put in. And, and eventually they keep showing up. You know, some of the scoreboard had gone our way. But I love the effort and the kids keep showing up. So eventually it's going to turn. But the thing about it is uh, people maybe have been uh, really surprised by how close these games have been for you so far as your coach. Yeah, well, well, and it's been one of those deals, um, learning how to win. Yes. And it's a process. And, and like I tell the guys, if we can go through tough times together, it's going to make it that much sweeter once we reach that pinnacle. All right, let's talk about that. This, all, you know, this is off the court stuff from that standpoint. You've yes. had your issues, health issues, your, your son, that kind yes. of thing. Your yes. games, and you can relate that to these guys. Using FCA, for example, you got Ryan Phillips down here, the great oh. job he did. It's a, hey, it's, it's a – it's a life thing, a life lesson you can learn here at West Hall. You know, and what a tremendous learning opportunity for our kids. And that was the first thing that I wanted to do when I took the job was just to not just to add value to the basketball part, but to add value to their lives and turn these young young guys in, into men because mm-hmm. eventually these are going to be the leaders. These are the future husbands and, and, and fathers. So learning from adversity is, is the best teacher, you know, and um, we were fortunate to have – FCA here and, and the close relationship we have with Ryan Phillips. Ryan Phillips came and talked to our guys about perseverance through through trials. Yes, sir. So, again, you know, another resource that we have here. But um, it's definitely been a learning experience, and I think our guys are really going to gain from this. And eventually they'll see the outside of all the work we put in. Eventually they'll see it. And think about this, too. You can teach X's and O's, and you could get these guys into the weight room, for example. You work with David Wagner, the athletic director here, yes. and you can say it's, it's a big process from the yes. time they walk in the, the doors here at West Hall as a freshman and yeah. then going on from there. Yes, oh, definitely. Um, and, and that's what I, I love about our kids. They've embraced, you know, we practice at 615 in the morning. Wow. Yeah, we get them, get them before school. We get them before that girlfriend get them. <laughs> yes, sir. So we get them in when they're fresh. Um, First couple of weeks were kind of tough. Guys learned how to wake up and how to deal with it. But I think getting up that early and practicing actually sets a tone and gives you some kind of toughness. Um, so, like, on, tomorrow we'll take off. We won't practice in the morning, but we'll come back in the afternoon and lift weights and watch film. Mm-hmm. And then we have an FCA representative will come and speak to us. So um, our guys have a lot of resources here that they can benefit from. Uh, you got to meet my pastor, uh, Zach Williams, up at Flat Creek Baptist He's Church. actually coming to speak to us tomorrow. You're going to love it. Yeah, I, he's coming to speak to us tomorrow. I've had the pleasure of meeting him, yes, you sir. know, during football season. Uh-huh. And um, he probably had the best T-shirt I've ever seen. Yes, sir. Love love Jesus, love West Hall. So, yeah. Yes, sir. I, I, yeah, so I, I'm excited to see him and tomorrow and get the opportunity to speak to our young men. And we mentioned about that. We saw uh, during the football season a dozen young men uh, had their lives changed eternally, and it's like, we can see the same thing, basketball, baseball, Coach Humphreys, that kind of thing. And then we can say, okay, then, as I was telling him uh, at church one says, and I told Crawford Montgomery, get this going first, and then you're going to see the success come on the court and on the field. You know? Mike, you can't be more like me. That's the biggest victory of all. Yes, sir. You know, if we can lead these young men to Christ and understand that no matter what goes on in their life, that they have that, that firm foundation that they can always lean on Christ. All right, tell me about teaching here at West Hall because you've got guys who have been here for a while and now getting uh, really acclimated to your system. Tell us about that. Well, the transition was actually smooth, and, I, you know, I, I credit that to the, the culture of the school, you know, just coming in and just getting their hands dirty and mm-hmm. working. And, um, and sometimes expectation doesn't meet where your standard is. 
So we had to move the standard in order to change the expectation. So the standard is always going to be that. It's always going to be high. I mean, there's no, no, no wiggle room. But I feel the guys will actually meet the expectation, and that's when you'll start seeing things change. Well, you got to have a high bar set, or you're not, you know, you're not going to be successful, are you? Well, you have to. And it was just like Lanierland this year. Oh, yeah. We have to prepare like it's our tournament. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a learning experience for us. I mean, we lost three games by a total of 10 points. So a couple things go your way, and it's different. But and like I told the guys at the end of that whole experience, like, it's just not your time yet. You just keep showing up, and you're going to be a champion. And keep competing from that yes. standpoint. Oh, yeah. so tell me about some of the players on the team before you go. Well, yeah, Xavier Phillips. Is, I mean, um, Xavier Phillips, our point guard, real excited about him. He had a double-double last game. He had 15 points wow. and 10 assists. And he's a junior, so he'll be back next year. Good. Um, Ian Pardue has made, I think, 48 of 53s this year for us. And he's shooting Ooh. about 36% from the three-point line. And wow. Terry Tilly, you know, he's 6'7". He's been sick a little bit under the weather, but the kid total this year has 211 rebounds and 79 blocks. So the future is bright, you know, and we got a great mix of kids who, you know, like I said, they, they continue to work hard and they keep showing up. Hey, brother, I want to see you defense the big kid here from McVeigh from Gilmer and how you can keep him from scoring a bunch of points. Well, I'm not going to tell the world what we're going to do tonight, but we got something for him. He, you know, he's guaranteed 25, like, because just because of the sure height. I mean, he's 7'1", but – we're going to tweak some things this year. I mean, the last time we played him, we lost to him by 10. All right, he had, a, he had a great game. But I thought our guys competed, and we played hard, especially on road, learning how to win on the road. Oh, yes. Yes. In, yes. in the biggest thing to keep the other players from beating you, you can let him score his points, but he can't be the one that's going to exactly. Yeah, he can get 35. We don't want him to get 75. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> yep. friend. Yep. Hey, brother, I'm telling you something. I, we, we'll talk all day one time. Yeah, man. Ben, appreciate you, man. More than you know. I appreciate you, Thank man. you so much. All right. Coming up next, we're ready for the second half of action here on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Back here in the second half, and Joe's stepping in to bring you the play-by-play. 32-2 our score, 7.57. Gilmer County will have the basketball first. West Hall in the 1-3-1. They try a long shot, does Gilmer County. They miss it. Tipped out there and going to be rebounded by Raddick. Raddick will pick it up. She'll pass it up. Raddick has the basketball. They try to go inside, and they do. The Zaniga, Zaniga turns, dribbles once, goes up for a shot. Good! 32-4 now. Zaniga. Banks it in from about three feet out. Good job. Turned around there and had it wide open. Gilmer comes the other direction. Riblet over to Chastain. Chastain dribbles over here. She'll shoot a three from the right wing off the rim. No good. Rebound by Zaniga. Zaniga knocked away over here to Veal. Veal gets it up to Orlick. Orlick over here to Radic. Shot a three. No good. Rebound. Look it. 
Uh, Zanika going in there. She kept it alive. Rich will go towards the basket. Shot it. Blocked out of bounds by Chastain. But West Hall coming out after the half, Mike. Playing very aggressive. Playing spirited, Joe, mm-hmm. to say the least. Bradshaw comes in for Gilmer. Looking to get it inbounds. Only got five. Got to throw it. Throw it. That's five seconds count. She should have let go of it a little quicker and just see what would happen. But she couldn't get rid of the basketball. Right, it couldn't. Now, Bramlett will come in the game for Sophia Riblett for Gilmer County. I'm still, as you probably hear, I got a cough every now and then. It's a little better than last Friday. I hope anyway. (laughs) So I'm still, my concoction of chloroseptic and cough drops keeps working. They go inside to Bradshaw. She missed the shot, and Westall's going to come away with it. Raddick dribbles up. Raddick goes in the corner, gives it over to Orlick, back to Raddick. Raddick on the left wing. She'll dribbles to the far side. Raddick throws it over to Rich. Rich back to Raddick. To Orlick, top of the key, comes over this side to Ville. Ville hits that cutter going in there. Shot goes up by Orlick. No good. Rebounded by Bramlett for Gilmer. They come in a hurry the other direction. The shot goes up for Gilmer County by Burnett. It's no good. Knocked out of bounds by West Hall. 6-18 in the quarter. And... There have been a lot of positives, Joe, we've yep. seen on this defensive mm-hmm. side for West Hall. West Hall, uh, you'll have Yatsur Matos will come in for Indiaville. On the corner, the two-point shot by Bradshaw's good. <coughs> From about 16 feet, she knocks it down 34-4 to four now, 6.09 in the quarter. West Hall trying to get it up and uh, knocked out of bounds off of West Hall that time, Kayla Raddick. Trying to get up there, pressured from the Kilmer defense. Knocked off her hands out of bounds. Bree Burnett has the basketball, top of the key. 1-2-2 zone. Ball back into a 3-2 zone. A three-point shot by Burnett from the left wing. She knocks it down, 37 points now for Kilmer County. They bring it up in the front court. Matos has it, gets it over to far side to Raddick. Raddick trying to get it up in front court. Grace Bramlett knocks it out of bounds. It'll be West Hall's basketball in the front court with 540 left here in the third quarter. Bramlett, or excuse me, Orlick throws it in, gets it in to Matos. Matos goes to the right wing, going to fall back, going to the basket. Got cut off by Ray. A three-point shot by Orlick's no good, rebounded by Gilmer. They come the other direction in a hurry. Burnett pulls up. She's standing here in the deep corner on the three. She throws it back outside to Chastain, who goes in a little floater from four feet out, knocks it down. 39-4 to four now with 5.15 in the quarter. Throw it in. <clears throat> Matos with the basketball. Gets it across court to Raddick. Raddick trying to take it on. Oh, Raddick committed a Cardinal sin. Mike, she went in, wanted space, and what she do? She just stuck her right arm right into him and said, get out of my way. Not the Gilmer girl down created the offensive foul. She's dribbling the ball, and then boom, stuck out on my turn and said, get out of my way. Five minutes left exactly here in the third. Stays like this. We'll have a shortened third, fourth quarter, excuse me. Ramlett with a shot, no good. Rebounded out here by Chastain. <coughs> to Ramlett, to Bradshaw. Bradshaw for a short jumper, no good. Rebounded by Ray. Ray pass over to Chastain for the deuce. 41 points now for Gilmer County. 
a really good job passing now underneath. Matos. Oh, and that three-pointer went in. And out. In and out. Still tipped around. Gilman with the basketball. Ray, a three-pointer. Good. Lucy Ray, a three-pointer attempt. It'll be a full timeout by Coach Jacob Selman. We'll take it with him. We're back in one minute from West Hall here on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Good time having Coach Selman there just trying to talk to his girls about their defense. Yep, about defense, about getting the ball up. Orlick has it. She goes up for a little short shot, and she's fouled. I think it's going to be a blocking foul. It is on number 25, or is it going to be on Orlick? Let's see. Yeah, it's going to be on number 25, McDaniel, as Orlick went up for the shot. The first free throws of the night, Mike, here yes. with 4-10 in the third quarter, and West Hall will be shooting him. Summer Orlick at the line for two. Orlick's first free throw is up. Oh, off the front of the rim. <coughs> I was talking with the scorekeeper for West Hall, does the girls' games, and I asked him about a feeder program. He said they're working on it slowly but surely, just uh, trying to get some folks to stay in the area and do their thing. That free throw's no good, but good rebound by Zaniga. Zaniga gets it over here to Matos. Matos spots up, shoots a three off the back rim. Gets it over there to Boatwright, gets the rebound for Gilmer County. They got some pretty looking shots right there, Mike. They just aren't falling for them. 354 in the quarter. Boatwright with a basketball. Goes over to Riblet. Back to Boatwright. Top of the key between the circles. Goes over here to Riblet. Riblet back to Boatwright. Far side to Becerra. Becerra back outside to Boatwright. Boatwright's going to shoot a three. No good. Rebound. It'll be knocked in there by Briggs. Briggs got it. Threw it back outside. Riblet for a three. No good. Rebound by Zaniga. Zaniga being a force on the on the boards for West Hall tonight. They bring it up in a hurry. That's Matos. Tries to go to the basket. Got cut off by, by Becerra. She's looking to give it to somebody. She gets it out front to Rich. Rich. Good defense by Gilmer. Plays way outside there. Gets it over on this side to Raddick. Raddick back over to Matos. Matos backs up now. Brings it in. The top of the key gives it to it's going to be a hell ball between Zanega and Becerra that time. Z- um, Zanega got it, but she kept the ball right here in front of her instead of you know, holding it up high or something and forced the hell ball out of Becerra. West Hall will keep it with seven seconds on the shot clock. Got to get it in. They do. Over the far side to Matos. Matos with five. Matos with three. And get it over to 
Orlick. Orlick will not get a shot off the defense by Gilmer County with 2.52 in the quarter. Yeah, second time the ball game has happened. <coughs> Ribble, no, he's going to move the basketball. Yep, Riblet gets it up. She'll bring it up the court for Gilmer County. Riblet looking to get it over here to Becerra. Becerra has it top of the key. Becerra dribbles back to Riblet. Riblet thought about a three. Now she shoots a three off the back rim. Becerra with a rebound. She's right there in the lane. She kicks it back out there to Boatwright. Boatwright over on the far side to Riblet. Riblet to Becerra to Boatwright on the right wing. Boatwright goes in the middle to Briggs. Briggs far side to Riblet. She shoots a three. Then... Briggs gets the rebound and sticks it back in for the deuce. 46 to 4, 213 in the quarter. Ramlett fixing the check back in for Gilmer County. We've got Matos bringing it up slowly for West Hall. She dribbles it right into the hands of Sophia Riblet. Riblet will bring it up high pass over the top to Becerra. Becerra stops. Nice pass over to the near side to McDaniel. Went up for the shot. No good. And then McDaniel pulls it down, goes up, and then she'll be fouled by, I think, yeah, Summer Orlick committed the foul. They'll be under, uh, they'll be shooting too. Gilmer County's first two free throws of the night. And I like that too, Joe. When you've got a team that has struggled like West Hall with one win this season, mm-hmm. you might see a, a lot of fouls among them. They have not done that. Yep, exactly. I think they're discussing now, was she shooting or was she not? And the referees are probably sitting there going, well, it was close enough. <laughs> Well, it was close. Now they're going to say it's out of bounds. Oh, please. Uh, let her shoot. <laughs> Guess what, Joe? I think I saw that myself. <laughs> it was pretty close. I think the other two talked to us and said, no, nah, she was just rebounding it. <laughs> well, put it in play with a new shot clock. They throw it on the far side, and we got an illegal screen, I think, on, yep. or a foul on somebody. Might be on West Hall. Let's see what we've got. I think the screen away from coming into That's it. That's the screen. Foul's going to be on number 25, and it's, it's got to be on Jaylee McDaniel. Oh, no, 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 they're resetting the shot clock. My bad. I thought it was a foul, but the shot clock went from 35 to 25. They saw it just, they were throwing it in. You just saw the same thing, though, didn't we? Yeah. They throw it on the far side. Get it over to Briggs. Far side to Becerra. Shoots a three. No good rebound after it missed everything by Bradshaw. Bradshaw gets it back to Briggs. To Bradshaw in the corner for three. Off the rim, no good. Rebounded and run out of there by Orlick. Orlick trying to run it up the floor. She goes up for a shot. A little short, no good. Rebounded by Bradshaw. Bradshaw. Gives it over to Boatwright. Boatwright will dribble it up, trotting it up the floor with 123. Boatwright brings it over to the side of Becerra. Becerra takes it to the top of the key. Becerra takes it to the middle. Oh, she lost control. And be number 25, Jessica Os- Osakala. I'll say it wrong. I apologize for Jessica. Jessica stole the ball. A three-point shot from the far side by Castaneda. Adrian in the ball game now. Adrian missed that one. Westall gets the ball back. Matos has it with 17. Matos goes to the basket, throws up a layup, no good. Rebounded by Briggs. Briggs will dribble up into the front court. Pass over the top, hits the referee in the back of the head. It stays in bounds because he's part of the court. If he's not there, he goes out of bounds. West Hall gets it, goes the other way, and they get a foul on the other end. Foul's going to be on number 20, Briggs, and number 15, Kiana. Uh, Kiana Rich will be at the line shooting two for the Lady Spartans. And, Joe, they beat the Lady Cats down the court. <laughs> they did. Good. That, the, the pass came out there. It hit referee in the back as he was basically basically standing on the inline, but it hit him, so he's part of the playing court. So it goes back. They get the break, go the other way. She misses the first free throw. She'll get one more. 
Um, Indian, India Veal will come back in the game for West Hall. Comes in for Summer Orlick. I think everybody's played now for, except for maybe Annabelle. She may be out tonight. That free throw is no good. Tipped up by West Hall and then tipped away by West Hall. They come away with it. Rich has it. She goes to the baseline. Rich tries to go. Oh, got it. Good pass right through there. Got it in there to Matos. Matos goes around to the other side. Gets over there to Adrienne. Adrienne Castaneda. He tries to get it back. She does over here to Rich. Rich with 20. Got plenty of time. Girls don't have to rush it. Number 10. Boatwright knocks it out of bounds. Knocks it out of bounds right there. In he, front of the West he mentioned right there, Joe, too. A lot of times you'll see girls rush it trying to get somebody out of position that you get an easier shot. Exactly. And get it inbounds to Matos. Matos has the basketball. Good spin move against Becerra. She tries to take it in. She got bumped and threw up the shot. It's going to be out of bounds. She wanted to foul. Might should have got one, but she got bumped from the front and then from the back as she lost her balance. So, you know, and she threw it up because she's trying to get the shot off and draw the foul. Doing what Coach tells her to do. Number two. Grace Bramlett shoots a long three. No good. Becerra gets the rebound. She good. Handoff pass right there to Briggs. And that's the end of the third quarter. 48-4 to is your score. And a short fourth quarter coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooks Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooks Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train, keeping North Georgia comfortable. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. Yes, but I tell you what, I, this is the first time I've seen uh, West Hall Central near Landmark, and they're playing. They're playing very well. Uh, see that they've improved. They just can't score. They've got a lot of shots. They just can't score right now. Gilmer County in the corner. Chastain gets the shot off. No good. Rebounded by Ray. Ray gets the shot up. No good. Over to Ribley, who got the board. No good. Rebounded that time by Briggs. Briggs goes up for the shot. No good. Rebounded by Ray. Ray to Riblet. Gets it outside to Burnett. Burnett got the shot off. No good. West Hall tries to get the rebound and knocked off her hands. So Riblet gets it. She throws it out there to Chastain. Chastain gets it over to Burnett. Burnett with the basketball. Burnett gets it over to Riblet. Riblet cross court gets it over to Burnett. Burnett to Chastain. Chastain to Riblet. Riblet in the middle of the Briggs. Over to the side to Ray. Ray tries to go inside and they threw it right to Burnett. She went up. Bree Burnett. She went up. It was no good. Came down and it'll be a hell ball and it'll be West Hall's basketball with 5'11". Short and fourth quarter with only six minutes here in this one. Yeah, good job of West Hall. That's on defense. Yep, they did good. Locked out, kept the ball alive. They throw that one. That's going to be a backcourt once she picks it up. And a lot of times they don't understand that backcourt thing, Matt, because where she picked it up, the quicker you pick it up, the further away from the basket is going to be. That one's going to be out right underneath the basket. Yep. <coughs> Gilmer County will have it out. Chastain will throw it in. Gets it in to Riblet. Over to Burnett. Bray Burnett 
as they try. She's going to tip on the tiptoe on the sidelines, out of bounds, and it'll be West Hall's basketball, 4:55 in the quarter. West Hall will bring it up. Orlick with the basketball. She'll pass it over to Raddick in the corner to Adrienne Castaneda. Cross court high pass gets it over to Valeta. Valeta gets it over to Raddick. Raddick to Valeta. Back to Raddick. Knocked out of bounds off of number 20, Chelsea Briggs of Gilmer County. West Hall with the basketball with 18. And get it inbounds to Castaneda. Castaneda gets it back over to Raddick. Raddick dribbles around from right to left. Going against Riblet. Raddick throws it back out. Going to be taken away by Orlick. Orlick gets it. She's looking for a shot. Shot it with two. Oh, off the rim. No good. She got the shot off and the reset. Now they're going the other direction. They go the other way. That's going to be over to Ray. Ray's going to kick it out there to Chastain. Chastain kicks it over to Riblet. Riblet has the basketball. Shoots it over to Chastain cross court. Shoots a three. No good. Rebound on the near side. Oh, good job by Briggs to get the board. Going far side to Chastain. Chastain in the corner to Ray. Ray dribbles baseline. Goes in for number nice move by Lucy Ray, the senior, to go on the baseline and knock it down. They'll come the other direction with Westhall. That's going to be Raddick. Throws it in the corner to Valeta. Valeta tries to go inside and is stolen by Ray. Good job, Ray to Riblet. Riblet, a quick one, and she's going to be fouled. And Eliza Chastain is. She's going to be fouled by West Hall, number 11, Summer Orlick. And Joe, we got a moment. It's top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. 97.5 Glory FM is WTTJ Murrayville Gainesville and W248DL Murrayville Gainesville. Now back at West Hall. I think that's the first free throws of the night, isn't it? Now for Gilmer County. For who? For Gilmer. They had one a little earlier, remember? Oh, did they? Okay. What well, they, they took that? Yeah, this first one. Pardon me, this first one. Yes, they took that bat down. Yes, you're right. Chastain hits the first one, rattles it in, and gets the second one to go in after laying her on the rain there. Peyton Fox in the game. Kiana Rich back in the game. Bill back in the game. Uh, Zaniga back in the game for West Hall. And Matos is still in the game for West Hall. Good screen. Matos for three. No good. Rebound. West Hall hustles after. Oh, goodness. Oh, she's all right. She ran into the wall down there. And, and that is a really, hard wall for him yeah. to take. And she was just, just to the edge of the padding there. So she didn't even have the comfort of the padding there. She just went down and hit the edge of the wall. Luckily, her head did not bounce back and hit it. That would have hurt. It would have hurt me up here. 52 to 4, your score. 315 left in the quarter. Kicks it to the far side. Go inside to Ray. Over to Briggs. Briggs. Two-pointer, left-hander, no good. Ray goes up, but a hell ball. Good job by Zaniga to go in, get her hand right on top of the ball after Ray got it back. She started to go up. Zaniga put her hand right on top of it and forced the hell ball. And get it into Riblet. Riblet goes inside and almost threw it away there to Burnett. Ray Burnett back outside to Riblet. Riblet in the corner to uh, Chastain. Chastain goes in for the layup, no good. <coughs> Briggs went up, tipped it away, and then she loses control of it. West Hall will go the other direction. West Hall. Over to Matos. Matos way out front. A 1-2-1-1 zone, it looks like. A 1-2-3 zone. But this way it's kind of matching up for Gilmer now here late in the game. Veal's going to shoot a three. Knocks it down. There you go. <laughs> Heidi Zaniga with a three from the right wing. 52-7. Big shot right there. They've been close on three or four others tonight. Finally knocked one down. 
Burnett over to Riblet to Chastain. She thought about going inside. Will she bring it back out? Over to Bree Burnett to Briggs to Ray. Ray's going to go baseline. Goes up for a short shot. She's fouled by number 12, Yatser Matos. Two oh six in the quarter. So West Hall will go to one and twenty. Oh and eleven now in the region. Gilmer County will go to three and nine overall in the region. Eight and fifteen overall in the season. And now, next game the team Gilmer playing the region tournament next week and West Hall goes to Jasper to take on Pickens Friday night. And in the game now you got Boatwright to Sarah Bradshaw back. She hits both free throws. A one free throw, 53 to seven now. And Jaylee McDaniel comes back in the game. Madison Bradshaw, Grace Bramlett in the game for Madison, for Madison County. <laughs> for Gilmer County. They're wearing purple, Joe. They can't be Madison County. They're red. She'll shoot another three. It went hit right under the rim and went down. That was Zanega. Or Veal, excuse me. She tried to knock that one down. Good interception by West Hall right there in the corner by Matos. Matos gets it over to Fox. Fox threw it away, trying to hit number 12. Matos coming by there, and she threw it behind her, and it went out of bounds. Good idea. Just got to pay attention to where, that sh where they're going there. They throw it up high. Far side, Bradshaw gets it over here to Boatwright on the right wing. Boatwright kicks it over here to Bradshaw. Bradshaw to Bramlett. Bramlett to Becerra on the far side. Becerra Goes in the corner to Boatwright. Boatwright, right corner, left corner. Comes in for a layup. No good. Rebounded by Zanega. Zanega gets it over here to Matos with 110. Matos will walk it up for the Lady Spartans. Yatzer looks around with that 2-3 defense. Veal way outside. Comes over to the near side to Rich. Rich back to Matos. Matos. Thought about it, Bill. Bill's going to shoot a three, no good. Rebound underneath there, nice one by Peyton Fox, and Peyton is tied up under there by Jaylee McDaniel. A sophomore and freshman tying it up underneath there, and Jessica Ozaskala will come in the game for Heidi Zaniga. Heidi had a good game tonight for the Lady Spartans. Over to Rich, Rich. To Matos, Matos back to Rich, and that'll that was the end of the shot clock. I wasn't even paying attention there. My bad. Now the shot clock ran out on, and they didn't get a shot off. So, coach is asking his assistant, Coach Feldman, what was up there. So now they're going down under a minute, 35 seconds and 32 on the shot clock. They're bringing down there in. Becerra has the basketball. Becerra over the top to Bramlett. Bramlett. Far side to Bradshaw. Bradshaw comes inside, about an eight-footer, no good, rebounded. Going to be tipped back in over there to Bramlett. Bramlett makes the two-pointer good. 15 seconds. Westall's got to hurry to get a shot off. Matos has it. Matos dribbles to the far side, looking to try and get open and get a shot off with five. Gives it over to Fox. Back to Matos. Matos trying to get through. Bill's going to live in a three-pointer at the buzzer. They're going to count it. And that was two three-pointers by India Ville here. 55-10 to 10 is your final. And that'll do it for the West Hall Lady Spartans. 
a learning experience for them. Coming up next here on 97.5 Glory FM, we'll recap this game. You're ready for the boys' ball game. We're back in two from Oakwood on 97.5 Glory FM. Injuries are never planned and often happen after hours or over the weekend. That's why NGPG Orthopedic and Sports Medicine offers the Black and Blue Walk-In Clinic for injured athletes every Monday morning in their offices in Gainesville, Brazelton, Buford, Pushton, and Jefferson. No need to call. Just walk right in between 8.30 and 11.30 on Monday mornings. And one of their sports medicine and orthopedic doctors will be there to help identify, treat, and care for your injury. To learn more, you may visit ngpg.org slash black and blue. Siphon Logistics' commitment is to provide you, the customer, with on-time pickup and delivery every time. Members of the Siphon family have been in the transportation business since 1984. The Siphon Logistics transportation professionals are available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, providing maximum flexibility and options to produce the most successful shipping arrangements. Call Siphon Logistics at 770-287-8485 and take a look at their website at SiphonLogistics.com. Murphy's Law says if something can go wrong, it will. Like your heat going out during a cold snap. But Brooke's Law says don't wait in the cold. I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. And if your heat stops working this winter, you have two choices. Wait a while until someone else can get there or call us anytime for fast service. If you don't like to wait, especially in a cold house, remember to obey Brooke's Law. Call us at 770-536-7509. Conditioned Air Systems and Train. Keeping North Georgia comfortable. The experts are saying that it's going to be another tough year for the flu. Last year it started in October and lasted until May. It's never too early to get your flu shot, and you can stop by Riverside Pharmacy and get yours today. The pharmacists at Riverside Pharmacy can not only give you your flu shot, but if you get the flu, they can fill your prescription. They'll even deliver them in the Gainesville area. You can depend on Riverside Pharmacy across the street from City Park, serving Gainesville for over 60 years. I think I'm back, yes, from that standpoint. Can't hear a thing, Nathan, from this standpoint. Hope you're enjoying the band here at West Hall. You can hear that, and, boy, I'll tell you what, even though it was a lopsided loss by West Hall, really enjoyed seeing these young ladies play in the ballgame tonight. 55-10 was the final score in the ballgame. They hit two three-pointers there in the fourth quarter, and that really helped them out, and you really liked finishing with something positive that you can take some momentum in your final game of the regular season on Friday as they'll travel to Jasper to take on the Pickens Lady Dragons. And then you get ready for the Region 7 AAA Tournament next week. West Hall will finish as the number team in the region. They'll play the number two team coming up next week. And we'll tell you more about that on the Saturday Morning Sports Show about the Region 7 AAA playoffs coming up next week about who will be playing whom in, in the tournament. It'll be two versus seven, three versus six, four versus five. The number one team gets an automatic buy into the semifinals and automatic trip to the state tournament, which we've talked about before. We really like that standpoint when you have seven teams in the region that way. So you never know what might happen on any given night. But I'll tell you what, this West Hall team, We'll see what happens in the future. 
with Coach Jacob Selman here and what he can be able to do. As Joe and I were talking about, really, you got to develop a feeder system somewhere because a lot of times these girls are just coming into West Hall Middle School and then learning how to play basketball. And then you see what happens when they get here to the high school level. And it's a, a learning process. That's really the fun part about it. Well, it is. And, and I think, I mean, even tonight, you know, if you look at what uh, Andy Ville came in and hit two big threes. Yep. Heidi Zanika played very well on yes, the defensive glass tonight. You know, she probably had 10 or so rebounds. Yep. Uh, had a couple looks at the basket, just couldn't make them. And those are things that you learn. And, and like I was talking to their scorekeeper before the game, because he's seen them all year long, he said, in practices, you know, they, they do it like they're walking walk in their sleep or whatever. And, and, you know, it's just boom, 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 walk, you know, and, and then they get into a game and it's, it's kind of like deer in the headlight type thing. And that can happen when you get into game situation. That's because they had all these girls haven't had enough game situations yet exactly. to really know what to do and everything. But as they learn, and, and they didn't play bad. Now, I think Gilmer County obviously is, is pretty tough. And so that made a difference. And um, Gilmer County shot to Rockwell tonight. Six three-pointers in the first half, two in the second for, for eight. Uh, free throw-wise, West Hall was over four. Gilmer three for four tonight, so only shot eight free throws. That doesn't happen much. I know the referees enjoyed that part of it. Oh, sure. But it's one of those things that, that as, they, as they play more, they'll learn more. So if you can keep the girls together and, and add a few more here and there, the more they play, you know, practice in the spring and then play together this summer, either in a summer league or going to camp, that's going to help because that gives them game experience. That's when you learn a lot. Well, forget about to be a summer league unless you get all these girls together. and Forget about, you know, a, a travel team. That kind of, get, yeah. get these girls all together and say, okay, we're going to, this will be our summer. We're going to be together from that standpoint. Right. Hopefully they'll be doing other things, other sports also, sure. and playing sure. here at West Hall. And then get that togetherness going here. But you want the standpoint of saying, okay, is that, how interested are you from the standpoint of playing, and then how much better do you want to get? That's one thing. But also, like that, I go back to what coaches talk about with uh, their practice teams, for example. It's difficult to get any girls' basketball team to replicate what another team might do against you. Right. you know, it's like, okay, you're going to be Gilmer tonight. That's difficult for anybody to do, so to get ready for it. And you can see the girls having the dare to headlock looks, that kind of thing. Sure. Go, okay, we're sure. up against what? And that kind of thing. And you're not prepared from the standpoint, even though Coach Selman can practice all kind of ways. Then once you get somebody in your face with this kind of pressure that they had, which was really intense there. And, again, if you can get a ball handler mm-hmm. here in West Hall, that would mean – a tremendous amount for this team. I, I see that. That's one of the big things that I see, Mike. They, they're going to need. Uh, they're going to need a good ball handler, and and then a backup good ball handler. And once they have to have those, they'll be able to play against the press yeah. and, and play against a good pressure defense, whether it's just on the on the offensive end, or whatever. I think that'll help them out tremendously, and that's going to be huge for them down the road is to find that ball handler. And you know, the thing is, is Orlick handled the ball a lot tonight. Matos. If those two girls yep. work on a lot of fundamentals, and I oh, saw sure. saw them some moves tonight, they want to do them. Yep. It's just not there yet. You know, and Matos is a sophomore. It's a process. Yeah, Orlick is a sophomore. And those girls will learn the more they touch the basketball. And a lot of that is just on your own, coming in here alone time. Hey, Coach, I'm coming in the gym this afternoon after school just to dribble for a while and set up some cones and do dribble drills. You know, that's one of the easiest things to do to get better better at handling the basketball. 
and Daryl Phillips would take a basketball and just dribble. Exactly. You, 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 exactly. you, can, sit, you can sit on that front row of the bleachers or on your bench there and just dribble. And dribble the ball. That's exactly right. Well, and, you know, that's what we used to tell the kids all the time when they're younger. Hey, if you've got a ball at home, stand stand in the backyard or stand on the driveway and just dribble. Dribble with one hand, dribble with a I said, if you're right-handed, learn to dribble with that left hand. Learn to dribble with it. You know, then after you learn to dribble good with it, then learn to dribble between your legs. You know, just boom, boom, boom. Learn to dribble behind your back. Little things like that. Learn to cut stop and then spin move, bringing the ball with you. You know, little things like that. Do a reverse dribble. Little things like that will help you in overall ball handling and fundamentals as you go through life. Yeah, and this will be the fun part about it here, seeing how they grow. Again, we, we've seen success here at West Hall. We saw back in the 18 season, last time they went to a state tournament here at West Hall, they had Anna McAndrew playing for them at that standpoint. You saw Anna goes to the, the big little place for a Division One school from that standpoint. And then these last six years, it, it's been a, a drought from the standpoint. But it's okay. We will get back to that point where it was back in the heyday here at West Hall High. Well, the tradition's there. They just not got a got – a, latch onto it and create that new tradition if you will yeah. with these new players and, and if they can see that and say hey i want to be like so and so i want to do like this you know and if they if they can rustle up some old tape or some old film on that'd be even good too so you can see what that person could do well you gotta go out and i'm sure it comes someone's done this go in the hallways here at west hall and say okay you want to play basketball you know it, it's fun that kind of, and the big thing is yep. I didn't get a chance to even talk to Coach Graham. I, I can talk all day to that man, no doubt about it. It's okay. <laughs> hey, the guy's having fun. And that's going to be the big thing, too. you, you got to have fun what you do, even if you are you know, winning this one ball game a season. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and you know it's frustrating. Uh, obviously, it's frustrating for the coaches. They want to win. But it's got to be frustrating for the kids, too. Now, if it's the girls' first year of organized, you know, they probably don't realize the wins and losses. But, uh, you know, a couple of the uh, Indiaville, who's a senior this year, you know, and a couple of the juniors, Radich, Radic and Rich, you know, those girls are juniors, so they've played a couple of years probably, and it's frustrating for them. They want to win more, and they're struggling. Um, the number of shots that could have gone in tonight, it, uh, you still don't win, but you cut the score down a good bit. Instead of 45, you probably cut it down to a 30-point game. And so it's not as frustrating <laughs> for the coaches or for the fans here if you know they're getting better and progressing and from day one to where you are in game 21 yep. now. Well, and what, what a lot of fans and, and parents have to really look at, Mike, is not that score at the bottom line. That's not the bottom line. Are they getting better? You know, now, now I don't I haven't watched Heidi Zuniga, obviously, all year. But I would bet you uh, Heidi has gotten better throughout the season. She played really good on the defensive board tonight. Sure and all the girls that were in the game tonight hustled. They play hard for Coach Selman. They didn't stop. They didn't give up on plays. And I commend them for that, Mike, because you, you and I both know you get behind in the game, you can just kind of quit, give up on Sure. Stuff. But two, two things you noticed this ball game that were just dramatic was their ability at Gilbert to shoot the outside ball with yep. eight three-pointers in the ball game. Yep. And then the transition points. Take away those two aspects of the ball game, it was a competitive ball game. Yeah, it was. It was. That's and, what you want to see. Exactly right. And, you know, they, they – they, uh, they got beat. They didn't score in double figures the first time they played. They did tonight, and that's got to be a pleasant thing for them for yep. sure. Mm-hmm. Well, talk about c- c- competing. You heard from Coach Chuck Graham at halftime. Coming up next with 97.5 Glory FM, Joe and I get ready for the boys' ball game. It's the Gilbert Bobcats and the West Hall Spartans on Tuesday Night Basketball on 97.5 Glory FM. Progressive Insurance presents the Sports Flash on 97.5 Glory FM. 
College basketball, Georgia Southern will be on the road Wednesday night as they take on South Alabama. Eagles losing in overtime Saturday to Appalachian State. They are now 5-18 and 5-6 and and in the Sun Belt. Well, the Georgia Bulldogs Wednesday night will be in Starkville as they take on Mississippi State. Georgia fell to South Carolina Saturday. They have now lost three in a row in four of their last five at 14-8 and eight on the season. Tonight, Georgia Tech will be hosting Wake Forest in Atlanta. The Yellow Jackets 10-12. and 12. They've lost three of four as they fell to NC State on Saturday in Raleigh. And NBA, the Atlanta Hawks fell to the LA Clippers on Monday night at State Farm Arena, 149-144. to The Hawks lose despite shooting 54% from the floor and knocking down 23 pointers. For lightning fast updates as news happens, download the Score app today. I'm Tony Desiri, and that's your Sports Flash on 97.5 Glory FM. It's Macy's one-day sale now with great deals of the day just in time for Valentine's. Like 40 to 60% off your date night outfit from INC, Carl Lagerfeld Paris, Guess, and more. And 40% off handbags to complete your look. Plus, get 25 to 40% off beauty and fragrances they'll love from Clinique, Carolina Herrera, and more. And get it faster when you pick up in-store or curbside at Macy's. Savings off sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on IdentifyEPI.com and talk to your doctor. That's IdentifyEPI.com. Sponsored. 